Good morning and welcome to another mini episode of the Sing Second Podcast. I say good morning because I'm doing this bright and early uh, before the Friday kickoff uh, for the Saturday's games. Day two of the college football uh, bowl season and nothing screams bowl season like Nebraska land drinks and snacks. Saturday slate for December 18th has seven bowl games. Six Division One, and you have the South Carolina State Jackson State Celebration Bowl. Uh, Jackson State, head coached by Deion Sanders, making waves in the old recruiting as they were able to flip uh, the number one or two prospect, depending on what source you use uh, in the nation, to Jackson State from Florida State. So, uh, FCS football getting getting some strong candidates there through Jackson State and through primetime Deion Sanders as that head coach. Uh, we aren't going to talk a lot about them today just because I'm going to keep it as short as possible. Six bowl games at the Division One level. Uh, the first game is Western Kentucky at Appalachian State. And so since I am recording this early in the morning and this bowl game takes place at 10 a.m., on ESPN here in, in the central time zone. You may have a different choice uh, for snacks and drinks when these games kick off, or at least this game kicks off. So for me, it's, a, it's an unnamed energy drink for Danny. It's probably gonna be his first, second, third cup of coffee. Um, and so uh, as we progress, then you may get into your, your diet Pepsi as Brandon uh, would, would choose or or maybe a, a Mountain Dew if you're if you're Kyle, and so always thankful for those uh, Nebraska land bank drinks and snacks as we watch these bowl games. Uh, the first one, that 10 a.m. kickoff on ESPN, is the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. Yes, that Boca Raton Bowl that Brandon so famously loves to uh, say and wants to visit so badly one day takes uh, takes place between Western Kentucky who enters at eight and five out of Conference USA and 10 and three Appalachian State. They played five times, which is, which is pretty incredible considering Appalachian State is pretty new to the division one ranks. Uh, Appalachian State has a four to one record over Western Kentucky. Appalachian State enters with six bowl games, six bowl appearances, and they're six and oh, that's pretty impressive. Uh, Western Kentucky uh, has seven bowl games and is four and three. And so uh, a pretty com comparable bowl record just with the success. A lot of teams don't do too hot in bowl games just because of some of these matchups. And so to have two programs that have winning bowl records is pretty impressive. Uh, a little bit about Appalachian State first. Um, they, they are in the Sun Belt. And as we talked yesterday, Sun Belt's a pretty challenging league. Uh, they lost to Miami by two. They beat Coastal Carolina. They beat Georgia State. Um, and they lost to Louisiana in, in the conference championship. And so um, their three losses were, were to uh, so some pretty good competition. And they have wins over in-division foes, Georgia State and Coastal Carolina, who had great years. Uh, their quarterback, Bryce, who I feel like has been there forever, 3,000-yard passer. And their leading rusher, Noel, has 1,000 yards rushing on the, on the season. So very comparable stats to, uh, as a quarterback, you want to get to that 3,000-yard passing for the rusher, you want to get to that solid 1,000-yard rushing mark, and they both got there. Uh, for Western Kentucky, they are in the Conference USA, again, eight and five. They lost to UTSA twice, uh, once in the championship game. And so, you know, they had close losses to Army, Indiana, and Michigan State. And so uh, losing their five games to 
to some pretty good competition. Obviously, Indiana kind of sputtered down the stretch, but four of, the, four of their five losses were to, to bowl game participants. Uh, their quarterback, Bailey Zappi, threw for 5,500 yards. That's crazy. That's a lot of yards. His arm must be tired. Um, he's a Houston Baptist transfer, which is pretty impressive. Their head coach is now the offensive coordinator at Western Kentucky, and he had a quarterback and a few other players transfer with him to, uh, from Houston Baptist, and obviously Zappi uh, put up monstrous numbers. <laughs> they, this is not a stat you see too often. Uh, they have two wide receivers, Stevens and Tinsley. Usually if you get to 1,000 yards receiving or a little over, that's pretty impressive. But Stevens has 1,700 yards receiving, and Tinsley has 1,300 yards receiving. So uh, those two guys account for as many receiving yards as the Appalachian State quarterback has passing yards, which is, which is incredible. And so this game is kind of a battle of two different types of offenses. Appalachian State much more control the clock, be efficient on the ground, be efficient through the air. Western Kentucky is going to air rate it out uh, through 50 times a game. Um, so it'll be a, definitely an interesting clash. 10 a.m. kickoff in Boca Raton, Florida. Um, it, it should be an interesting matchup for sure because Appalachian State kind of has the pedigree, with Western Kentucky has has the the numbers. Um, so I would assume uh, you got to kind of go with the program until they lose in a bowl game. I think you kind of have to take them. But in the first game, Appalachian State wins it close. Second game of the day is a 1:15 kickoff on ESPN. It's the PUBG, yes, the video game, PUBG Mobile, New Mexico Bowl. Uh, it's between UTEP, Danny, Danny's UTEP, his family blood UTEP, who dumpster uh, diving program, who's usually at the bottom of the, of the league in Conference USA and of the nation with one, two, or three wins per year. Seven and five, having a great year, taking on Fresno State from the Mountain West, who is nine and three. Again, this takes place at 115 on ESPN. Uh, they've had 12 matchups. Uh, UTEP enters at three wins, eight losses, and one tie against Fresno State. So that's an interesting little note there. They do have one tie in their history. Uh, UTEP has been to 14 bowls. They are five and nine in those bowls. So having some a little success. While Fresno State uh, has entered, has played in 25 bowl games, and they have a 12 and 13 record. So um, Fresno State kind of a, a used to having this extra game at the end of the year. Uh, UTEP quarterback, Hardison, that is, uh, Danny's got, he's got blood relation to him, a, a second cousin or something like that. And he's a 3,000-yard passer, a Watt, 800-yard rushing, and then Coing, 1,300 receiving yards. And so offensively, UTEP finding some rhythm, able to score some points. Fresno State, 9-3 and three again. They beat UCLA, uh, which as the year progressed, looked like a better and better and better one win. They lost to Oregon by one score, which obviously Oregon had a pretty darn solid year up to the last two weeks against Utah. And then they beat South Dakota State, who uh, played in the Mountain West Championship and was ranked the last three or four weeks. Um, Fresno State quarterback, uh, his name is his last name is Hayner. He threw for 3,800 yards. He uh, he was going to transfer at the end of the year from Fresno State to Washington to follow the head coach. Uh, but he pulled his name out of the transfer portal and returned to Fresno State for another year. Uh, Rivers is their leading rusher at 800 yards. Cropper and Kelly are the leading receivers at 800 and 700 receiving yards. Um, at this point, I think conventional wisdom says Fresno simply for the fact of they've got better wins. 
um, they're a more consistent program right now. So Fresno State over UTEP in the 115 PUBG New Mexico Bowl. Taking place at 2.30 on Saturday is the Radiance Tech Independence Bowl. This is between UAB, who may be one of the more consistent programs since killing their program for a couple of years and then bringing it back, and taking on maybe the class of the mid-majors who is who are moving to the Big 12 here in a couple of years, BYU. Uh, this is their first matchup. Uh, they have no previous meetings. Uh, this is the third one of the, of the bowl games out of five so far. UAB has only competed in four bowl games. They're one in three. Uh, their, their leading passer is Hopkins, who's thrown for right around 2,000 yards. And their leading rusher is McBride, who's rushed for 1,100 yards. Very much in a run-oriented offense. They, um, you know, pistol, let's run stretch, let's run um, inside zone to get those cutback lanes, looking to kind of control the clock. And they'll need to do that because BYU uh, comes in after two solid seasons in a row. Uh, they put up both 10-win seasons. BYU. 38 bowl games. Uh, that, that's, that's so far the highest 38 bowl games. They're 16, 21, and 1 in bowl games. Uh, this year, they kind of ran through the old Pac-12. They have wins over Utah, who is the Pac-12 champion. So BYU maybe considers themselves the Pac-12 champion just by the transitive property. Wins over Arizona State, Washington State, and USE. So kind of just made made ownership over the Pac-12 this year um, as they transfer into the to the Big 12. Their leading passer, Hall, has 2,500 yards passing. And then Algier, second straight season with 1,000 yards. He leads the rushing with 1,400, uh, 1400 rushing yards. And uh, at, at this point, I think it may be close for a while just because UAB is looking to you know, control the clock and BYU has an explosive offense, but it's very much run-oriented. But BYU, I think, takes that game. The next matchup is Liberty versus Eastern Michigan in the Lending Tree Bowl. Uh, they've had one matchup, obviously Liberty not being in Division I for too long, but they have a 1-0 record against Eastern Michigan. This is a Lending Tree Bowl. It takes place Saturday, December 18th at 4.45 on ESPN. Eastern Michigan out of the MAC has played in four bowl games. They're 1-3. Uh, Bryant's 2,900 yards passing. Hamilton and Boone uh, are their leading rushers uh, with just around 1,000 yards rushing each. Then Baydoun is their leading receiver by far with 932 receiving yards. Liberty, 7-5, maybe a disappointing year after going 11-1 uh, in the regular season and 12-1 and after the bowl game last year. Uh, they played in two bowl games. So they're 2-0. and they may have the most intriguing quarterback prospect uh, with Malik Willis, who transferred from Auburn to Liberty. Um, Hugh Freeze, still the head coach at Liberty, offensive-minded. Willis, 2,600 passing yards and 800 rushing yards, so the leading rusher and passer on the, on the team. At this point, I think even though the records say both 7-5, and five, uh, Liberty takes this one. Now our nightcap. I guess we have two nightcap games, but the start of the nightcap, if you would, uh, ten and three Utah State takes on seven and five Oregon State, and the Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl. Jimmy Kimmel hosting a bowl, PUBG hosting a bowl. Interesting bowl season this year. Uh, Six thirty ABC. Oregon State owns a three zero record against Utah State. Utah State out of the Mountain West. They're the Mountain West champs. They beat South Dakota State pretty handily in the Mountain West championship game. 
head coach is Blake Anderson, who uh, is taking over at Utah State after leaving Arkansas State for the, and, and leading them to a, a pretty successful run there in the Sun Belt for a number of years. Uh, Logan Bonner is their uh, quarterback. He threw for 3,500 yards. Uh, he transferred with uh, from Arkansas State with head coach Blake Anderson after he moved. Uh, running back Tyler, I believe, is transferred from Oregon State. Uh, and Noah both have uh, 1,200 yards rushing, and Tompkins has 1,500 yards receiving. So pretty offensive, explosive. Uh, they have played in 13 bowl games. I left that out. They play. They have played in 13 bowl games in their history, and they're five and eight. Oregon State may be the talk of the Pac-12 the last couple of years. Uh, they kind of went from dumpster diving one and 11, two and 10, three and nine, four and eight on a good year, and now back-to-back bowl years. Um, out of the back, Pac-12, the first big conference team to play so far. Uh, Pac-12. Their quarterback, Nolan, has thrown for 2,400 yards, and their running back, Baylor, has rushed for 1,200 yards. This is Oregon State's 16th bowl game, and they have a 9-6 and six record so far. And so uh, this game should probably be the closest so far. Uh, maybe Western Kentucky and Appalachian State will be close if Appalachian State can uh, keep up with Western Kentucky's offense. But this one may be uh, maybe the – the highest caliber of, of teams, Utah State has a like nine of their 22 starters are both are from our transfers from other programs. So uh, some some pretty quality football will be played at that six six thirty matchup on ABC. But I, I think Oregon State gives Pac-12 their first uh, first win of the bowl season. And then lastly, we have the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Uh, this is the 815 kickoff on ESPN. It takes place in New Orleans, Louisiana. Uh, Louisiana, the Raging Cajuns, enter at 12-1. and one. They take on Marshall, who is 7-5. and five. Uh, Obviously, Louisiana, winner of the, the Sun Belt, usually plays in this bowl, and Louisiana has been there quite often, uh, kind of a de facto home game. They have never played each other as well. So this is the fourth matchup in two days where uh, both teams have not played each other. This is the ninth bowl game for Louisiana. They come in with a winning record. Uh, again, this year, they, they are the champions out of the Sun Belt, 12-1. and one. Their two losses, or their loss was to Texas, and they beat Appalachian State twice. And so to, uh, some pretty solid wins, a loss to Texas. Uh, their quarterback, Levi Lewis, I feel like has been there for a decade. He's thrown for 2,600 2, yards, and they have three running backs uh, with at least 550 rushing yards. Uh, head coach, Billy Napier. Uh, coach's final game uh, in the conference championship. He, he's taking over at the University of Florida. So an interesting uh, matchup for Louisiana and Marshall simply for the, the background of their head coaches moving on to, to uh, a bigger conference of the SEC. Marshall enters at uh, seven and five. This is their 17th bowl game. They're 12 and four in bowl games, which is pretty impressive. Uh, Marshall pretty consistent. Uh, here in the bowl season, year after year, obviously with that 12-4 and four mark. Uh, quarterback Wells has thrown for 3,400 passing yards. You don't see that for Marshall, usually a very run-oriented offense. But new head coach Charles Huff is in his second, uh, st- second season here, um, first full season, after, obviously, with, with the COVID year last year. But bringing a different style of offense here for Marshall. Uh, Wells, 3,400 passing yards, like I said, and they're running back Ali with 1,200 rushing yards. And so 
very offensive oriented uh, Louisiana, much more on the ground. Uh, Levi Lewis is going to get in the play action, but he's one of those uh, running quarterbacks as well. So very, very both offensive minded, but in different variations. Uh, you know, Charles Huff, head coach, followed maybe one of the bigger head coaches uh, at the G5 level in Doc Holliday. He's at Marshall for 10 years or so and, and really made them a consistent program. So uh, obviously seven and five, not where Marshall's used to being or wants to be, but a pretty good offensive season for a team that's switching gears from a run base to a, a uh, passing oriented offense. So that will conclude day two viewing of of the bowl games. Hit us up on Twitter. We're going to hopefully be posting polls and things like that throughout the day. Um, this is being recorded on Friday morning uh, before the kickoff of the first bowl game, that Bahamas Bowl between Middle Tennessee and Toledo. Uh, so make sure you're tuning in to all of the bowl season because there's some great football that you may be not be used to seeing on the on the ESPN networks because they're dominated sometimes by those bigger conferences uh, with you intriguing matchups and things like that. Reach out to us on Twitter. Um, who you feeling is going to make a run and end their season singing second.